Psalm 37 verse 7 says, Be still before the Lord and wait patiently for Him. In a world where technology is so accessible to us and we could have unlimited podcasts and books and if we can't get a book at the library, we can get a book from Amazon in two days and if we don't want to wait for two days then we can just go ahead and download it immediately on our phone and start to read it. We have access to information like never before. But I wonder how often we slow down and really chew on the information that we've been given. This week we've taken six glimpses into Advent And so today, instead of taking a new glimpse, what I'd like to do is go back and revisit those six pictures of what Advent means for the believer. Let's take time to truly savor this season of Christmas and give ourselves some space to evaluate. The psalm says, search me, Lord, and know me. Try me and see if there's any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Is there any way in us that is offensive to God because it isn't embracing the life that he offers? The very first thing we looked at was Luke chapter 1, verse 6. We were looking at the account of Zechariah and Elizabeth. And the verse says, They were both righteous in the sight of God, following all the commandments and ordinances of the Lord blamelessly. Take time today to ask yourself this, am I faithful in the ordinary? Am I following the ordinances of God blamelessly? Am I truly walking in obedience to the truths that I understand? Invite the Holy Spirit to search you and know you and see if there is any offensive way in you and lead you in the way everlasting. Next, we looked at how the birth of John the Baptist was providential and picked by God. He intended for John to prepare the way for the Messiah. And in the same way, you and I were created with good works prepared in advance for us to walk in. Does our life reflect the reality that you and I were meant to prepare the way for the Messiah of all mankind? Does it truly look that way? Are you and I walking in this purpose, this singular purpose, that we were made to prepare the way not for ourselves, not for our comfort, not for picket fences, but for a savior and for an eternal kingdom. Then we looked at verse 18. And this is when Zechariah is wondering, how in the world can I be sure? Can I be sure of this? He was wondering at the words of of the angel Gabriel, but what are the words that you and I wonder at? What are the things in our lives that we question whether or not we can truly be sure that God will be faithful to his word? And we were reminded that the psalm says, as for God, he is faithful to all of his promises and that in Christ, his promises are yes and amen. 
So give yourself time today to ask, are there promises of God that you question and doubt? Are there areas that you need to stop and let his spirit show you that you can be sure? Not because of what you see when you look around, but because of the spirit of God who lives inside of you. And then we looked then we looked at verses 28 and 29 of chapter 1 where we saw that Mary was greatly troubled at the presence of an angel in her life and that word troubled meant a disquietness of soul that there was inner commotion in her heart and yet the beautiful picture of peace and the word peace meaning an inner muteness an inner quiet and Jesus' promise that he came to give us peace that he leaves peace with us, peace not as the world gives, but a peace that's divine, a peace that causes a calm where only Christ can change our response. And I wonder if there are areas that there's inner commotion. And when you're honest with yourself, you know that there's a clamoring and a loud demanding for your soul to respond in fear and worry and anxiousness when Christ has come and that's the game changer that means you can have peace you and I have peace not because our circumstances change but because of the presence of Christ this is the thing that changes everything this is why we slow ourselves and contemplate Advent this is why we need to discipline ourselves to take time to consider these realities and if we are living out of them if you're not living out of peace you're not practicing the presence of God in your life and if I allow inner trouble to rule my heart then I am not acknowledging the rule and the reign of Jesus Christ and then we looked at the angel's response to Mary do not fear. Do not fear. And we talked about the reality that fear is an emotion and God created us with emotions and so fear is not innately wrong but it is the thing that God can use to teach us about the areas in our lives that we do not yet fully grasp the magnitude of the goodness of God and the reality that his presence with us in the midst of hard circumstances changes our response. Fear is not wrong, and it's, but it is only legitimate when God's presence is not there. When God is with us, we have nothing to fear. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is my light and my salvation. Of whom shall I be afraid? We fear circumstances or outcomes or or unknown possibilities because we do not know yet the goodness of God in those circumstances. 
And so I would ask us today, are there areas in our heart where fear has governed the way that we've lived? Fear is not meant to be a stronghold. The Lord is a stronghold of our lives. Fear is only meant to be a teacher. It's only meant to be a revealer that would unveil areas where we have yet to discover the goodness of God. Do you fear? Then you have an invitation at Christmas from Christ to discover his goodness. Take a few moments today to contemplate Christmas. Take a few moments to consider the areas of your heart and of your life. Ask God to lead you in the way everlasting. Ask him to help you to walk in the reality of Christmas.